Hello and welcome to the Social Distancing Podcast. Today is Friday the 22nd of May 2020. It's now been 60 days since the beginning of physical distancing in the United Kingdom, or as we've generally been calling it, lockdown. Today, for the Social Ramble, I've got two people with me. Both have been on with me before and uh, discussed some things with us. So let's meet them. We've got Russ. Good evening. And Ben. Hello. Feels like a long time since I've been on. It does a little bit, but and, and yeah, Russ was on last week. So it's amazing how that happens. <laughs> so 60 days <laughs> at this point. Two months in. And um, has anything really changed with the way that you're, you guys are working? I mean, are you still working the same? Is everything at home the same? Uh, we'll jump to you first, Ben. You haven't been on for a bit. So uh, what's changed for you? Anything? No, actually, nothing has. And I think that I've been probably torturing myself a little bit. I did go out for my first walk in probably about five weeks um, and noticed that there are people moving around. And I did pop into the offices for one day because I needed to pick something up. And the roads were quite busy, actually. So I think I've been I've been hiding here and not noticing what's going on around me. Yeah, um, I've seen the same, actually. I've been out a little bit this week. I've uh, been down to B&Q and the likes, and I'm surprised with how many people are out and about and doing things. Uh, I've been isolating myself. I live on the cul-de-sac, so I'm out, really properly out of the way. And I didn't realise quite how much traffic was out and about, how much, uh, how many people were out and about and doing things. So I'll tell you what was interesting. Um, driving for the first time in a while, I didn't... You don't realise the, the, the hundreds of small little tasks that you do when you're driving. And the first time you've not done it in a while, you really feel it. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. I mean, for me, I, I drive 30,000 miles a, a year in the van. And to have 60 days where my longest journeys are down to being Q, which is two miles away and back, it's surreal that I've not had the same sort of four-hour-long drives and such that I'm used to. That's right. All I've had to concentrate on for the last two months is keeping upright, whereas the other day I had to keep upright and turn the steering wheel. So, it's, And I've got an automatic as well, so it wasn't even as hard as it should have been. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, driving is like a second nature to you when you've been driving for a while. And I could imagine if you haven't been driving for a while, it's like, you know, when you buy a new car and you're like, okay, nothing's where it should be. Uh, how do I move this yeah. vehicle? Yeah, that's right. Steering wheel's on the wrong side. There was never a, there was never a child on my bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> so what's changed for yourself, Russ? Anything? Or has it just been going through the same processes and going through everything as normal? Yeah, not particularly anything's changed. Not since the uh, last podcast or even since the start of lockdown. Uh, work-wise, I still go to my job. I still uh, work really hard. Um and uh, yeah, so uh, most of the things haven't changed uh, apart from I can't go out and see people. I can't go around Ben's for a little bit and play board games. That's right. I mean, we could try it with some binoculars and a really long stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got some dice I can throw at you. <laughs> uh, you've actually been, uh, Russ, we're having a chat. Um, you've uh, applied for a new job, you were telling me. Mm. Um, how did the interview go? Not the, the well. I'm obviously interested in how the interview went. I'm more interested in the 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 kind of the setup of the interview. Was it over a video call, or was it? Did you have to just stay two meters away from everybody while you they were being interviewed? Yeah, no. It was um, it was in the it was in the building at work, and went up to level four. They call it where nobody is, 
and we've got a massive table in there. I sat one side. Uh, one of the interviewers sat opposite me, and the other one sat a few seats to the right. And I thought they were just note-taking at first, so I only spoke to one interviewer. And then halfway through the, uh, through the interview, I realised, oh, yeah, he sat over there because of social distancing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, maybe I should include him in the interview uh, when I'm answering questions and things. But um, no, overall, the interview went quite well. Fingers crossed, you never know. One thing I've noticed uh, when I was out and about this week, I, I didn't realise how many shops and places were open. And I actually found that the chip shop that I usually frequent on the way back from work was open. So happily went in there, grabbed myself a bag of uh, chips and uh, came home. But uh, one thing that has reopened this week, uh, presumably you've seen some bit in the news, is some of the McDonald's restaurants are up and running again. And it's been chaos uh, around and about where these have opened with miles and miles long queues waiting for drive throughs Now, <laughs> is there anything that you'd happily queue for that length of time for when it reopens, when sort of lockdown eases a bit? Absolutely not. I was saying this because the lockdown is going to have a couple of months extra added on the end for me because there's the novelty of everybody rushing out to places where they can now go. While that's happening... I'm just going to carry on locking myself in to stay away from them. So whatever the lockdown is, add two to three months on the end of that for me. <laughs> now, I saw I saw the other week when KFC driving opened and you just saw like rivers of queues for it. Uh, I did hear about McDonald's opening and thought about, oh, should I go get a breakfast wrap in the morning? But uh, as you say, I reckon, well, as you've seen, uh, Cues are just massive. I don't see the point in that. It's supposed to be fast food. Not <laughs> unfortunately for us, none of them in our areas actually reopened. Oh, really? uh, there's a lot of them around Peterborough and towards the top side of London that have actually reopened. I believe that it's to do with logistics and uh, getting uh, vehicles around. So yeah, um, it, it's areas like that. So Peterborough has been uh, was pretty much gridlocked the day that McDonald's reopened, and I can <laughs> imagine that there were some things on the menu that went pretty quickly off that menu. Yeah, them chicken nuggets and Big Macs are going to go fast. It's well, cr crazy how people react to these sort of things. <laughs> you, yeah. um, well, that's a really good point, actually, because from, from the, all the end-of-the-world movies that I've seen, everybody starts looting and um, attacking each other and sort of forming hierarchies after a few months. <laughs> What's actually happened during this event is we all stood outside clapping each other and everyone's gone crazy for a burger. So the next Mad Max film is going to be terrible. I'm spoiling that for us now. <laughs> well, at least it's not toilet rollers anymore. Well, that's that's going to be part of the Mad Max film as well. Right. Uh, Isn't the bizarre thing with Mad Max films? It's all about the fuel and how expensive fuel is. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's been the opposite. It has fuel has <laughs> dropped in prices during our lockdown. So yeah, our, our end of the world crisis that we've currently got is uh, going the other way. Yeah, so it'll be the, maybe the subtitle will be Mad Max and um, his increasing nectar point balance. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not a bad idea to, uh, you know, just take a barrel down to the petrol station and just fill the barrel up, wait until the prices go back up, and then just sell them the barrel back. Yeah, you, you can do that, right? That's... <laughs> I'm sure there's a legality in there somewhere. You might be able to swap it for a McDonald's burger. <laughs> 
So another thing that's been happening during lockdown is um, uh, people have been uh, looking at the hair maintenance on their, themselves and uh, their family members. Now, um, for me, it's quite simple. Uh, I've buzzed it straight off, as I usually do. But Ben, Russ, how's the lockdown hair going? Well, you, you know that this isn't a problem for me. <laughs> I have long hair as it is. So all that's happened is I've got slightly longer hair. Um, not a problem. So no plan to cut it at any point or restyle it? I, didn't, I normally do that once every sort of eight to nine months anyway, so I'm all right at the moment. It's, my mum does it for me as well because, I mean, that's sweet, isn't it? So my mum cuts my hair for me. Doesn't put a bowl on top of my head and cut around it. It's just, she gives it a bit of a trim. It's the reason why I've got long hair, actually. I hope my mum doesn't listen to this, but she's, she's a fantastic woman's hairdresser, but a terrible barber. So if you want a boy's haircut, you have the same haircut as my brother, the dad, and the dog. So yeah. I just decided I might. She can do more women's hairstyles, so I'll grow my hair. Yeah, actually, yeah. your mum once cut my hair. Yeah, and now look at it. <laughs> Some years ago, <laughs> it's, never, it's never been the same. And, and amazingly, um, as a man with no hair nowadays, at one point she did put blonde highlights in my hair. An argument for not using bleach, if I've ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Ben's mum touched my hair and it all fell out, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can sue her. I don't mind. <laughs> well, like for the last four years, I've been relatively bold. I just one day I got bored up here and just shaved my head off, uh, which is great because, you know, showering so much easier with bald head. But just before lockdown started, I I'd started growing hair and I was thinking, oh, should I go to the barbers? Lockdown happened and uh, now I have hair again. It was quite funny. I walked into I walked into the other building at work, saw my old manager, and I went, Russ, your hair's wild. Yes. <laughs> I'm almost starting to look like a Final Fantasy character at the moment. Uh, we've been doing it. My workplace has been... been running a little bit of a campaign where it's taking photos of people working from home. And I've noticed a lot of the photographs they're wearing hats in. I just want to know what's going on under the hat because it's going to be sort of big, massive afros. And I was talking to a lady on um, Microsoft Teams and she has normally has very nice long blonde hair with a fringe. And the fringe has obviously got so long, she's had to tie it up. And she looks a little bit like a Yorkshire Terrier at Crufts now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what? You've 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 segued me onto photos anyway with that. And one of the things that people have been sharing on uh, social media is the last normal photo that they've got in their camera roll. Now, oh. for for most people, these are nice scenic landscapes and wonderful wonderful places where they've been people together. Uh, now, I'm going to send over to yourselves and um, in one of our groups a photo. It was, well, a couple of photos. They were the last days of me working. And uh, okay. these are the last normal photos I do have in, in my camera roll. And I'll share it on the social media. So if you do want to uh, find it, it'll be up on our Twitter. And that's the uh, at the SD underscore pod on Twitter. And uh, I'll share this to you guys now, and uh, you can uh, you can tell me what you think of uh, what I was getting up to at work. Oh my, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not PPE, so it's definitely before the lockdown. <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> it's a mask, uh, but it's certainly not covering anything that I should be during the coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that's interesting. Uh, the mask and then the hat, the pirate hat. They go together quite beautifully, to be honest with you. And they're, they're obviously from very different gender <laughs> costumes, which is <laughs> incredible. No, amazingly. So if you can't see the photo, if you haven't looked at the photo, uh, just to let you know that um, the, uh, the it, one of them is like a, a, a a masquerade-esque sort of mask, a, a fancy mask, and the other is a sort of, I want to say, pirate-esque ma- uh, hat. But I think it's a pirate hat. Yeah. I think you could. I think it's generous, but we'll call it a pirate hat. But yeah, the um, I, I did find a fancy dress room in one of the places that I was working at, and I couldn't resist. Uh, it has become a bit of a theme for me when I go to that location to find something new to. Um, to wear and take a photo of. So I'll drop that on our socials so you can have a look at the uh, the nonsense that I get up to when I'm meant to be working, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look on mine now. Um, yeah, what, what date did lockdown start? And I will uh, have a look on my phone. I'm glad you asked that, Russ, because as part of the um, as, as a regular member of this podcast, I should have known. <laughs> I also should know, as uh, as the host of the podcast, that actually details every time that we have a podcast how many days into lockdown we are. Well, I don't know the exact date, unfortunately. Um, it's more more of um, I take my cue from other other days. I I was it's all become clear to me now. I thought this was a Disney Plus podcast and I've wondered why I've been talking about lockdown all the time. <laughs> well you're in the minority uh today because uh we haven't got Disney Plus. We haven't been watching it. Wow. So if, if you want to uh, uh regale us of stories of T V shows you've been watching. Um I have I haven't been watching Disney Plus, if I'm honest. I I downloaded it, I watched a few things and the problem in my house is we pay for Disney Plus, <laughs> Amazon Prime, yeah. Netflix, and sometimes times now TV. And Kate just sits there watching for on demand. It's just it's taking the mech. <laughs> like just endless episodes of like George Clark's houses and things. Like the only one we don't pay for. for on demand, all the adverts. Yeah, I know adverts, same adverts over and over again as well. Makes you. Yeah. Um, it's also a bit, it's quite relevant to this podcast, actually. It's a bit strange because it's got lots of um, sort of hashtag stay at home, don't leave, oh, yeah, don't talk about the event. And it reminds me of the um, the Mitchell and Webb yes. sketch. <laughs> it's all over television, just, you know, stay indoors. <laughs> we were mentioning that uh, last week on my podcast. And it's like every time I hear the event, it's like, don't mention the event. <laughs> I've if out of interest I'm not going to post them because out of context they will just look really random uh, but I found the day that lockdown was announced was me taking a photograph of the empty car park at work followed by a photograph of a, tar- a Star Wars toy that I painted so I'm guessing I went well hey work's over went home and painted that <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, did you find your last normal one Russ? Uh, would have been around about the 22nd of March. 22nd of March, if you give me two seconds. I'm no problem. Oh, okay. I didn't take any pictures on that day, but I do have an image that I saved from uh, uh, from All Elite Wrestling of Cody versus Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> I no doubt uh, sent that to our wrestling uh, WhatsApp group and said, Hey, look, here's a match you don't want to watch. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so with the um, you said that you've not, you've not really been watching the Disney Plus. We did allude to the fact that we haven't actually picked it up ourselves, so we we don't have it in the house. So, um, I mean, Russ was talking about uh, a few of the uh, things that he was been watching, and um, you said that Kate's been watching all sorts of nonsense. Is there nothing that's been driving you to uh, watch anything at all? Uh, I don't get chance. Um, right. there's, <laughs> there's only so much room in between every single episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm afraid. And <laughs> uh, uh, I tell you what, I have noticed with television that it shows how out of touch I am. Is mm. when obviously the, the the number of our when I'm, I'm pretty old now. It used to be, it was a big deal when we got five channels. Um, <laughs> so you just get like a particular program once a week. So changing rooms, for instance, would be I don't know a Wednesday night, and there'd be a, there'd be ten episodes in the season. 10 weeks now if you turn on television you watch e4 and it's like seven hours of the same program and they must have started creating enough episodes to fill that demand because kate can pick a program now and you look at it and you go each series has 60 episodes of them talking about chateaus or something and (laughs) there are 50 seasons of it (laughs) it's just an endless kind of churn of nothing so because of that no, I, I don't get time to watch te- television. Yeah, so I say I'm um, I'm out of touch with TV anyway. Uh, I don't seem to watch any normal television, television, but I just end up watching Netflix or Amazon Prime all the time. So I don't get stuck with all these programs. Ditto here. I mean, I'm currently going through BoJack Horseman and pretty enjoying that, to be fair, uh, to the point of I'm sitting and uh, doing a bit of a binge on it, like I did with um, Dead to Me. Uh, only a few weeks ago when that popped back out onto netflix usually i can't sit and binge anything but i sat one night now from about one o'clock in the morning till about five six a.m um and just binge the whole series so i've sort of sort of managing to do it a little bit but man i am struggling to sit in one place for so long even on lockdown (laughs) I shouldn't be trusted to watch TV anyway because I've I have noticed this is something that lockdown has taught me is that we think we grow up right we think oh we're getting we're getting older we're growing up we're becoming more mature and it's not that it's just that we've got more things forced on us that distract us and now they're gone I have reverted back to being about twelve again so as you guys you know playing Warcraft and things like that crop back up I've started playing on my Sega Mega Drive and the other day I did find myself hovering the control over Power Rangers. I think, should I just sit and watch Power Rangers? I don't know why. It's terrible. But I just, I'm just i slowly reverting back to being a child because I don't have all the regular distractions. I, I can't say that I've got any intention to watch Power Rangers, but you are not the first person that's mentioned Power Rangers to me during lockdown, oh. which concerns me. <laughs> <laughs> Is there going to be a great new revolution of Power Rangers where it comes back and people start discussing it again? I have no idea. Well, it started here, Cutting Edge <laughs> Podcast. No, we're the Disney Plus podcast, not the Power Rangers podcast. <laughs> Maybe we need to start another podcast. Oh, there we go. It's funny, though, because uh, there's another podcast I was listening to where they were talking about Power Rangers, but they're on about how, you know, when we were younger, there was uh, the one Power Rangers series, and uh, well, I can't remember what the characters were in there or anything, but... Now you turn it on and you've got like a... They were, they were primary colours. You should be able to remember them. <laughs> Red. 
Do <laughs> um, Billy, Tommy, Kimberly. You know, when I was young, yeah. I, I swore that uh, Tommy was also Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. Tommy's the Green Ranger, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Like nowadays, you've got like um, like the Hawaiian Power Rangers and the, the Mexican Power Rangers and like, all mm. these extra Power Rangers, Space Power Rangers and stuff like that. Like, what's Are we going to get Lockdown Power Rangers? Are we going <laughs> to get um, Hydrochloroquine Clock Suit? What's that called? The um, using benzene, the license ranger, the the pill that Donald Trump's currently taking that hydrochloroquine is it? Uh, we'll get what we'll get wash your hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, they're already uh, wearing PPE all the time, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got the PPE, PPE, we've got the, PPE, <laughs> got just, the masks yeah. on, yeah. It's social distancing time, <laughs> <laughs> two meters back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favourite one in that one will be definitely going to be stay alert look out <laughs> <laughs> the virus is coming around towards us how do you know I'm alert <laughs> well we were chatting a little bit about you and your Mega Drive as well so here's a quick one for all the gamers out there I don't know if you guys have seen it or you've taken advantage of it at all but if you're a PC gamer right now you can get some quality free games and I'm telling you, the Epic Games Store have gone above and beyond. The last two weeks, they've released Grand Theft Auto V for free and now Civilization VI. So, I mean, if you are a discount gamer, if you cannot afford to get some big games, jump on there and have a look. I mean, your, your thoughts, guys. Uh, some big games that are offering. For I, I've... I've got a thought. Have we suddenly become sponsored? Was that an advert in the middle of the podcast? <laughs> because I, I have not received any payment. No, that wasn't a sponsorship. I'm just sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at the ability to give away such quality games. I mean, they crashed, they crashed the servers by giving away Grand Theft Auto right. 5. Is this, okay. a, is this an attempt to hook people in, though, to buy DLC and those kind of things? Is it, is it cheaper to get people playing so they spend money? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, as that can look at it analytically in that respect, yes, it is. It's like any mobile game that's free that tries to hook you in, so you spend the extra money. But yeah. I'm, I'm giving the shout out there anyway because there are people that can't always afford to uh, pay for these top class games. And yeah, take a look at it. You've still got nothing to do if you're still sat in the in front of the computer. Um, then there's your chance. They're free games that yeah. you can pick up and play whenever. Yeah, Civilization Six. I can I can attest is very good. Played that. Yeah, Super Six. I uh, spent many an hour on that. Still don't know what I'm doing, but you know, I'm still on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm making sure to keep all of my cities at responsible, socially distant spaces from each other. <laughs> yeah, a few meters. So this weekend we actually saw the restart of the um, the Bundesliga. So that's the German football league. So one one thing that we've discussed a little bit on the pod before is uh, is is about the sports coming back and being active again. Of course, we're wrestling fans. We've discussed the fact that wrestling has continued during the lockdown, uh, only in America, mind. But um, with football starting back up in Germany, uh, we're looking at um, the potential for the Barclays Premier League to be starting up again soon. Now. Have you seen any of the uh, anything any of the goings on with this? I mean, we, we we've seen a couple of players already test positive in uh, Germany, and we've actually had four people in the for 
that are involved with the Premier League that are staff or footballers that are actually confirmed as positive. So it's it's a bit of a bizarre thing, but they seem to be going ahead with it regardless. Well, I'm not a football fan, but it is my job to think of um, sort of creative problem-solving ways of doing things. I've been having a good think about this, especially listening to your um, last podcast with Chris where you discussed contact sports. Um, And I was thinking, what if we set them up like a foosball table? We're all holding on to a line and making sure that they keep two metres apart from each other. There's there's, there's something to play with there, yeah. Um, Now, how does that... I'm can trying we, to figure out how that works. Can we spin the handle really, really fast? See, like well, that would have to, spinning it'd have to be the coach's job, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah. So all the players would have to do flips in unison, right? Yeah, which brings me on to my other idea I had. There was that idea, but I thought that doesn't, it doesn't translate very well into other sports. But have you seen Zorb footballing? Yes, I've done well, that. You, well, yeah. the, and now, yeah. OK, so you've done it, Russ. Yeah. Would you be able to spread... Particles from your breath while inside one of those orbs. I could spread it into the orb, but yeah, but only to yourself. <laughs> only so to yourself, what, you're correct. I think if the Premier League became a orb footballing league, I <laughs> would, I would get so into football, I'd probably give myself a forest tattoo of a compass and a cartridge. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd actually, uh, yeah, I'd tune and watch that every week. Then <laughs> it can you can extend that to other sports as well. You could have. Um, rugby, wrestling, um, you, MMA. You, well, okay. How do you do? <laughs> how do you do any of those? How do you well, do all wrestling? It's, pretty, it, it, it's, it's always the same, to be honest with you. It just just depends on whether there is a ball or what the shape of the ball actually is. <laughs> it, it results in people running into each other and bouncing hilariously. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I was just thinking about a all ice hockey then. I think that might be the most deadliest sport in the world. I think it might be, yeah. <laughs> I think you'd end up popping the Zorbs, wouldn't you? The, the skates might be a problem. Unless yeah. they could change the skates to something different. And how would you hold your stick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you would. I think you'd have to sort of just cram it into the Zorb. There'd have to well, be a space that you sort of well, cram it through. You could tape it to the outside <laughs> to make it even more dangerous. <laughs> yeah, or maybe, maybe hazmat suit. Or wouldn't the Zorb be bigger than the goal? So the goalies would be doing pretty well out of that. That's what ice hockey looks like anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you as a goalie that's played, not ice hockey, but a similar sport to that, that goal is bigger than you realise. It's, it's really much bigger than you think. When you get behind it as a goalie, you do constantly fear that you're leaving massive gaps. So mm. it does look like a goalie's got a lot of that gold, but it's amazing what players can do to find those gaps. Yeah, yeah. I've been a goalie as well, and uh, you're all the time paranoid, like, where's the gaps? Where am I going? And... Well, I'm so just doing a quick couldn't... calculation here. Um, <laughs> and if the goalie didn't wear his orb, they'd probably be safe. Right. If they didn't wear a Zorb. Yeah, be because if all the other players were wearing Zorbs, they're definitely two metres away from the other goalie. Ooh. So you could, good. it'll be fine. Good yeah. shout. Yeah, good shout on that. But yeah, I could definitely have done with the Zorb uh, inflatable around me when I was playing. It would have made me significantly, significantly better than I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's the, the crowds that are a problem at all of these sporting events. And I guess that, that with the football, is it, there's just not going to be any crowds there, which is going to make it all a bit strange, I think. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever have you ever tried to watch football night with uh, no crowd? I know there's been games in the past where they haven't allowed crowds in. 
Um, I do remember seeing an England game on TV in the past. I think it might have been against Montenegro, where oh. Montenegro weren't allowed fans into the stadium. So that went too long ago, was it? Yeah, um, it, it was. It, it's not the same atmosphere at all. I mean, the other thing I was going to say before I came up with that one was, yeah, I've stood on, uh, I've stood on uh, next pitches for Sunday league matches, mm-hmm. <laughs> but let me tell you, you can hear everything that goes off on that pitch when you're stood next to a Sunday league pitch. It's mm. not exactly that wholesome. Yeah, that's true. You have some blinds. So I can imagine that the the Premier League might want to uh, play in a bit of sound while the matches are happening because you'll actually hear what those players are saying to the referee. Maybe some majestic kind of classical music. <laughs> I suppose that's what WCW used to do, didn't they? Just used to uh, tape audience cheering and just put it on over the match if it, if it won't get a reaction. Well, we can say about WCW, but WWE used to do it for SmackDown on the pre-recorded tapings. Oh, so, yeah, um, really so if you, if a wrestler wasn't getting the uh, the right uh, the right noise from the crowd, uh, they would overlay it. And I believe TNA have also done it as well. So it's uh, definitely not <laughs> one thing. So just uh, anybody who's a non-wrestling fan, uh, they desperately, desperately try sometimes to get fans to react to things that just aren't interesting in the slightest so i do i do remember the old i can't remember the wwe and tna ones too much but i remember the wcw ones where they were piping the sound in and you just see the people that's watching the match no one's talking and all you can hear is in the background it's bizarre i remember seeing the smackdown ones where they'd be um really screaming people like they're going crazy for this thing and then they'd stupidly pan to the crowd who were sat there with their heads just on their chin their hands on their chins just looking <laughs> bored here wow that's a, a, a disparate reaction i'll True. tell you what i have seen this week i'm pretty sure it was in south korea uh they've started playing football and in the audience uh well instead of uh, humans they've been uh, using uh, sex dolls Yes, I have seen this. This is incredible. Uh, it's they are the their line for the in the um, for the football league is that they're not sex dolls. <laughs> However, they well, are not- made in the same factory as <laughs> sex dolls. If they're currently not employed in a sexual capacity, then I think legally they're not sex dolls. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's sort of like how at the moment I'm not a prostitute. <laughs> I guess it's kind of black and white in that respect, yeah? I don't yeah. think there's a shade of grey, is there? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it, it it would be concerning though if there was somebody watching that was asking somebody to um, if they could zoom in one on one of their feet for the sex dolls. <laughs> <laughs> At what point does it change over to being a, a mannequin to something more sinister? See, I've not seen this. Are these are these realistic sex dolls, or are they like the you know the ones with the the blow up ones with the big <laughs> no. circular round red lips? They Not were... that I've seen many sex dolls. <laughs> They're realistic enough. More, uh, yeah, a lot better than the Only Fools and Horses ones back in the day. Right, okay. And these ones don't blow up. I think I'd prefer the blow-up dolls and just a sheep every now and again in between as well, just to <laughs> fill in the gaps. Right, I, I've got an image here, so I, I will see if I can fire it over to you so you, 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 you can see uh, what we're looking at here. But, yeah, they, um, it is, it's weird... Um, I mean, it's, it is the sort of 
the simplest way to put it. <laughs> it, it looks like people have set them up in particular poses for particular moments of the game. I wonder if the cameramen for it actually oh. already realise where they need to go to, what, <laughs> which dolls they need to view for certain reactions during I the game. Do like how they've socially distanced the dolls? That's a nice. Yeah, So not not that it's bad enough that it's dolls in the crowd. They have social distanced the dolls just in case anybody believes they're actually human. And they've got PPE on as well. Which, <laughs> and they do have masks. And to be honest with you, is gotta be taking that away from somebody who needs it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. But um, yeah, apparently they've got in, in a little bit of trouble for this. I, I can't see the harm myself, but. No, I can't see the harm in many things myself. No, I mean, it, just because you're a sex doll, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be allowed to go and watch sports. Yeah, I mean, this the world's going mad. If you, you know, if if they've been discriminated against now because of their what basically what they've been created for, they can't help what they were made as. Yeah, I agree. Let's do away with prejudice. Yep. Well, the um, when the rise of the machines come, then uh, we'll we'll understand completely, and uh, a lot of people may be in some trouble when they realise the things that they have done. But that's me just been watching Westworld recently, <laughs> <laughs> and watching the rise of the machines. I've not got on onto that. Uh, I've not gone to series two or three of that yet. So that's uh, that's next on my list after fifteen series of Supernatural. <laughs> well. When the machines do rise, I can guarantee them they will have some quite alluring-looking girlfriends, judging by this picture. Wow. <laughs> they all have started to look quite realistic, to be fair. So <laughs> That's two months in lockdown. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is actually, yeah, not seeing real people. Today is a special day. Okay. It's a day that is given... It's it's given its name to people who enjoy lockdown, who embrace lockdown, who like the indoors, who may be scared of the sun. <laughs> Happy Goth Day, ha. or should well, I say, melancholy Goth Day? This is melancholy. Oh, there's a particular type. <laughs> I'm not sure if it, we're meant to be happy on Goth Day because of the, the the sort of brand of being a goth. It's not about. Being happy. No, I don't. I don't think they're bothered about being happy or upset. They just, you know, why is the world like this, man? It's lucky they can't go out. It's been quite hot the last few days. They would have um, sort of been down to their purple layers. Oh, damn it, you got in there before. <laughs> <laughs> I know you too long. <laughs> yeah, well, um, <laughs> to be honest, uh, all three of us back in the day could have uh, could have been uh, mistaken as a goth in at some point or other. Yeah, not not entirely goths ourselves, but we certainly did hang around with people who uh, embraced that sort of culture. Well, there was a time when I went to see, not Wednesday 13, what were they called? The Murder Dolls at Rock City. And I had half my hair was blue, half my hair was red. I had uh, the baggy jeans with all the chains and uh, uh, black T-shirts and lots of so cool. And I can uh, attest to seeing Cradle of Filth, Marilyn <laughs> Manson and Mortis. So if anybody wants to Google Mortis, that is two eyes in Mortis. Um, I believe he's a troll, but I'm not entirely sure exactly what the deal is there. Uh, I've, I've been to see Marilyn Manson too, apart from what I actually watched was a stage full of smoke where I assume Marilyn Manson may or may not have been in the smoke. It was the most depressive part of a download festival once. 
can't remember. There was a band, um, Pendulum, were on. Uh, everyone was jumping and dancing. And the next thing comes out, Marilyn Manson. Oh, God. Oh, okay, right. Okay, let's go lie down somewhere. Well, um, yeah, I did play, uh, we did play rock band this morning and I did play, we, I did sing The Cure. So uh, that's my gift to the goths today. And I uh, and I sung a bit of Depeche Mode. So and I think we're, we're, we're in the same ballpark there. Enjoy the silence. <laughs> but moving on musically, um, Ben, have you got the ability to watch a video right now? I can watch a video on my phone, yeah. Right, cool. Because what I want to do is I want to send you a link to a video and I want to discuss it. Now, I don't believe that you've seen this quite yet. This is, I've been away for a couple of weeks and we've got, we've become quite professional. We've got a, a, a promotional advertisement <laughs> in the middle and now we've got interactive video. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's um, just, I'm I'm just trying to uh, sort of bring us in, have things to th- uh, to talk about and discuss. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to fire you this link over. Uh, okay. Now, if I would have told you what this link was before we started the podcast, uh, then you probably wouldn't have joined me today. But I oh. do want. <laughs> I, I don't even need to open this. Uh, have you seen this video, Ben? This is a video. Um, for Little Big's Uno. So Little Big were meant to be at Eurovision this year with the song Uno. They were going to be the Russian act. And just yesterday, it was named as the fastest growing video in Eurovision history. Now, that's not just the fastest growing video. It's the second most watched Eurovision video of all time with 101 million views. How many of those were you? Now, there are several of mine. Yes, I have. I have watched this several times. Uh, but if have you taken a look at this video? Have you I've, seen this app? I, I've, I've seen this before, and I can tell you the reason why I've seen this before, because you've sent it to me before. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, we've got sort of nice, shiny 70s-style catsuits and moustaches. I don't. She's given me that. I've seen this look before. It it could be interpreted <laughs> as I like you, but it's probably I want to kill you. Yeah, that's the look. look. He's dancing on the keyboard. Oh dear, what's he? Uh, what's seen. what's he doing? <laughs> There's kung fu happening. <laughs> it's uh, the guy in the background that does me. The big tall guy with the uh, uh, face paint over the lips, and uh, it looks like one of our friends, uh, Chris Mackay, if I'm honest. <laughs> I thought that was a, an added moustache. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a, a consummate professional, I have turned the sound down on this, so it's it's silent. Yeah, um, that's fine. Oh, oh, yeah, he does. He looks black lipstick. With a, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was an experience. Yep. So if anybody wants to check it out, it's a little bigger new now. Uh, but just just so you, you're aware, this this is second most viewed Eurovision song of all time. It's crazy, really, how quickly this is growing in popularity but it's it's this bizarre nature and bizarre world where in the uh, in the late 2000s this would have easily won eurovision because the um judging panels weren't as prevalent or weren't there at all and everything was televotes nowadays this sort of song it's your old kitsch sort of style song uh, it's aqua-esque it's funny it's upbeat it's lively but it's certainly not uh, it's it's original, but in a 
not professional esque way, but a beautiful world anyway. And I it just felt like I needed to mention it. Um, just for clarity, for anybody else though, um, that the number one video watched of all time for Eurovision is Toy by Netta, and that was the winner in 2018. Thank you both for being on the podcast tonight. Um, it's been fun to have you around and to chat again and to catch up on a few things. So thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's nice to be here. And uh, on that note, I'll say good night, Europe, and good morning, Australia. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you'd like to keep up with what's happening, then follow us on Twitter at the SD underscore pod. Any questions you have for the podcast, please send these to the SD pod at gmail.com. Take care.